Hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm Craig Moorhead, and today I'm joined for the first time by... Sean Harwell, um, the person who has been co-hosting this since the inception of this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, may have misled no, our you, listeners a little bit no, That's there. okay. It's just a slight misdirect. No, uh, welcome. This is the, the podcast where we talk about the movies that have fallen through our cracks. We are doing a mini episode today, so we won't be talking about one specific movie. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of them, but just in a much smaller dose and much more recent stuff. Um, but... Uh, Craig, where can they find everything they might possibly want to know about you and me? Well, I'll tell you what, Sean. You know, first of all, they could go to iTunes and and tippity tap. Uh, never heard of it into their mm-hmm. Finder box, mm-hmm. and then they would find our uh, podcast. And they can find every episode we ever did wow. in the podcasting uh, section of the Apple uh, uh, store. You can also find us at uh, Never heardpodcast.com I think yeah, that's you can it. also find us on Twitter at neverpodcast you can find us on Instagram again just look for is that neverpodcast as well Sean? no I think it's um, it is n-h-o-i-t podcast but you're just going to want to mm. type never heard of it and you'll find us that's a lot easier you're right you're right that's terribly embarrassing that I didn't know that that's okay nobody you don't have to know it that's the thing yes it's so nice about that's it that's true that's true but and the other thing, you can go to YouTube, and you can also find, uh, I believe, all of our episodes. Now you can find it there, pretty much. And again, just search for "Never Heard of It" podcast, and you will find it. That's right. You can also come check out Facebook. We we tend to post um, probably the most stuff on there, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's nice to see your comments. So thanks for saying hello. And also, you can suggest movies for us, or uh, or bring up any darn thing you like about movies. I was just going to say the exact same thing. We've even got an email hmm. address if you want to do that. Oh, man, yeah, you can keep it private. I'm not going to tell you what that is. Oh. I think, you know, that's part of the mystery. you got to come find it. It is. It is. So, Sean... We've yeah. got a mini. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's dive into it yeah. right now. Let's dive. First things first, uh, it was a big uh, meeting of uh, filmmaking uh, amazitudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at South by Southwest this past week, uh, yeah. after the premiere of his movie Song to Song, Terrence Malick palled around with uh, Richard Linklater and uh, uh, Michael Fassbender. And uh, they talked about movies. Now, Sean, you have watched the video of this, I believe. I just read uh, about it. What was the experience like? What was it like to be in the room? You know, it's it's interesting. And like I was thinking about it today earlier. I was like, well, you know, shouldn't make that big of a deal of the fact that Terrence Malick did a Q&A. And I think this is the second one we've talked about this year. But this one is, I think, the first where there's actually video. And you can find that video by looking up Song to Song on Facebook. I'm sure it's... I saw it elsewhere on the internet, so it's it's floating around, of course. Mm-hmm. The myth of this guy as a recluse, and like literally there was like, what? Three official photos of him <laughs> from the past like 40 years of filmmaking, yeah. you know? And I think the last one was on the set of The Thin Red Line that was used for the Oscars. So that, it, you know, that is kind of a big deal, but of course it does build up this kind of mythology that can't possibly be real yeah. 
And so you're sitting here and watching it, and I'm actually like, I even have it open right now. It's a guy in khakis and a button down, right, <laughs> in a couch who's balding, and he seems perfectly nice and perfectly normal. He's got a slight, you know, southern accent, and he's talking about movies with these guys, and and there seems nothing abnormal or really <laughs> kind of uniquely uh, significant about it, other than that backstory. That said, yeah, the talk is really interesting, and you know, you get a couple questions. Um, they talk about whether Michael Fassbender wants to direct. You know, they talk about Malick's style and, you know, Linklater having seen it on set and what he took away from it and what was inspiring about it. So all that stuff, you know, if you're into the guy, um, and I think a lot of people appreciate sort of that myth and just the idea of this guy as a filmmaker who's probably different from almost anybody as much as they do the movies themselves. And, you know, the really good ones are great. Mm-hmm. So then you got to go watch it, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's it, yeah. I, that's the one thing I was thinking about uh, about the video itself is, again, just because Malik has been so uh, press shy, as some people might say, that getting video of him in that 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 could that could be something valuable someday, depending on if if uh, you know, uh, unless now he's just going to be all about the talk show circuit. In which case, it might not be <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, he's going. He's going on Doctor Phil tomorrow. I will yeah. say what is what makes it less value valuable is that they held their phone in the vertical position instead of horizontal. <sighs> yeah, so, yeah. You, you get the little uh, sliver of video on your big black box, man. Um, yeah, which I haven't looked at the comments on Facebook. I'm sure somebody made that. <laughs> it's like, of course. Okay, come on, this is Malik. We're talking. He yeah. shoots an IMAX, and you can't turn your phone sideways. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, PSA to all the listeners out there. In case you didn't know, you got to shoot it hor- horizontally. None of your memories should be in vertical screen. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, just think about that. Yeah. If you run into Terrence Malick tomorrow on the street yeah. and you can't wait to show all your friends, better turn that phone sideways, turn right? Turn that phone sideways. A couple other cool things, I think, have come out of Southwest, South by Southwest. A, I think we have to congratulate um, Mr. Todd Rohall on winning. Absolutely. And make sure I have it right. Midnight Audience Award. I believe that was that Something was the one, the jury award for Midnight Shorts. It's called the Suplex Duplex Complex. Great title. As always, yeah. the man has great titles. Yeah. Uh, it is destined for Adult Swim, so you will be able to check it out right. uh, if you have cable or an internet connection. Um. <laughs> And it's it's and if you don't, I don't know how you're listening. Yeah, to this, yeah. But. So don't pretend. But uh, um, really, really, really funny and a really fun thing. I'm so glad to see that 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 happened. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the film? Yeah, yeah. Well, I see. Um, oh, nice. I mean, I don't want to brag right now, but I do get to see. I mean, you got the hookup, right? I get to see a lot of early cuts. Uh, I can see a lot of versions. Nice. Uh, sometimes he just sends me raw dailies of nothing but a oh good piece of grass. Mm-hmm. I get to really... What about, does he send any vertical videos of Terrence Mountain? Well, you know what's funny? Uh, they actually shot the entire movie of Suplex Duplex Complex in vertical. And then oh, wow. and then just turned it 90 degrees. So imagine what <laughs> went into that. left. Yeah. Um, well, if you lay down, I bet the movie looks amazing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can, you can totally see it. You can totally tell. If you lay down and look at it, you can be like, oh, okay, I see how they did it. Well, the other thing I wanted to bring up from South By is we may have a chance to pat ourselves on the back, dude. Mm. 
I don't know if you saw this. Okay, so James Franco, who we keep talking about, because guess what? He's got yet another movie (laughs) that was at South by Southwest. It got a standing ovation. Search for this movie today. First thing that popped up was this movie is being tapped for Oscar contention. Oh, wow. Which is something, you know, we said, you know, it it could happen. Someday James Franco may win an Oscar or may be nominated for directing a movie. And if you don't know... This movie is called The Disaster Artist, which is based on the book about the making of The Room, which is Tommy (laughs) Wiseau's sort of cult classic, so bad it's good film Mm -hmm. um, from the early 90s, I think. The book was written by Greg Sestero, who played the character Mark, which is, you know, yeah, if you've seen the movie, you'll know the name, obviously. I haven't read the book, but it definitely sounds like there's you know sort of maybe a tim burton ed wood kind of vibe to this movie and it's got james franco playing tommy Wiseau, who i didn't i did not even recognize him you'll have to see i was gonna say i was looking at the still yeah i didn't think that was him at all i didn't i didn't think it was him at all and i I had to read and like now i'm kind of looking at it and like yeah maybe they did a little makeup to his brow um but it has his brother dave playing uh sestero i think seth rogan's in it as well brian cranston again like some of the regulars that he's he's had in these movies lately have you seen the room craig i've watched enough i've watched as much as i can watch it how about that in a weird way i couldn't get past how bad it was to enjoy it for me it is one of the few that actually lived up to that moniker Mm -hmm. and it is a sight to behold in a lot of different ways but i I do think regardless of that uh the potential for the story is really pretty interesting um and and pretty fascinating subject matter i think it's cool that franco got his hands on it and uh, you know uh, you, you can't get too too excited and start predicting amazing things for a movie just at a one film festival getting a standing ovation i think specifically a movie like this that's probably got a pretty niche audience to begin with but i'm hoping for the best for sure and this is definitely on my radar uh even more so in a big way now to hear that it 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 hit on all those absolutely that's great Craig, I heard you went to the movie theater. I actually went to a movie theater. Holy! So cow. I'm currently I'm currently unemployed, and mm-hmm. what that means, aside from not being able to pay bills, is that I have time to go to the movies. <laughs> yes. And awesome. and my wife overlooked her general uh, uh, discomfort when watching heavily, uh, you know, scary movies or suspenseful movies, mm-hmm. and and she she took one for the team, and she said, Craig, we're going to see Get Out. And I've been dying to see it. We talked about it a lot of episodes ago, I feel like, sometime last year even. Because Get Out is a horror movie written and directed by Jordan Peele. And we watched the trailer, and the trailer was just bananas. I was like, great trailer. this looks like everything I I, want to see in like a new horror movie. You know, not not all the, uh, uh, I don't know girls with wet black hair crawling out of wells and <laughs> how many dead children exactly it? Yeah. um it just it just was like a new like a new thing it felt it felt right anyway so we went and saw it and it, it continued to feel right all the way to the credits it was uh it was a fantastic movie um which i don't think is any surprise because it's making lots of money and there have been lots of reviews yeah. that say it's good um for me I don't know. I feel like I'm going to show my ass a little bit when I when I say what I'm about to say. But 
Say it. <laughs> Say it. But when, I mean, how is that any different from any other episode? Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, this is why we record. Yeah. Sean, you're familiar with, uh, and you've probably watched it recently, a movie called Tales from the Hood. Uh, in constant rotation, yes. Okay. Actually, I don't know that I've ever seen Tales from the Hood. I, I, I definitely know what it is. Okay. Though. First of all, I want to say, if you haven't seen Tales from the Hood, go watch Tales from the Hood. Okay, we'll do. And, and I mean, I'll just leave it at that. It doesn't need it doesn't need anything more. It's uh, I'm not setting no, you up no, for you, like, no. oh, what a terrible movie this is. No, no, you just you should watch it. Anyway, so that movie came out in 1995, and I remember sometime after watching that and thinking, and here's where my ass part comes. And I kept thinking, you know, here's a whole vein of horror. I feel like that's just not being created or used in any way. Uh-huh. And and uh, I'm not going to say that Tales from the Hood was an amazing like sociological comment on our times and racism and all that stuff. But there were certainly sure. elements that were kind of playing with the clear anxiety that people of color have in our white supremacist uh, nation. Uh-huh. And I just felt like, yeah, like why, like why isn't that being used more? It's just like, like it just seems like that's just, I, I, don't, I don't know, like there's, it just seems like there's so much to be said. It's all about fear uh-huh. and being uncomfortable and and whatever. It's uncomfortable for me, and I mean, you know, this nation was like built for me. You know what I mean? Uh, not that it should yes, have it was, been, but correct. like that's, you know, it's the truth. So, and of course, this is years before I even came to like know. F- uh, phrases like white privilege and, and have any idea what that was about. Anyway, uh-huh. Get Out feels like the movie that I was hoping to see. And that's a part of why I think I enjoyed it so much. I think it's a terrific movie no matter what. Well, that is awesome. I actually heard an interview with him today yeah. just by chance. Mm-hmm. I was in the car and they were interviewing him on Fresh Air with Terry Gross. Yeah. I came into the middle of it and wasn't sure who it was, but somebody on NPR was talking about Freddy Krueger, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> hey, who, what is this? Who is yeah. this? Quickly realized it was, yeah, it was Jordan Peele, and he was kind of talking about that as an early touchstone because, you know, those he said in the sequels in particular, it almost made Freddy the main character. Yeah. You know, he would kill somebody and then say some sort of quippy one-liner, and the audience would laugh with him. Yeah. And he, he talked about how that was really unusual and kind of terrifying to him because it sort of puts you in the perspective of the monster and that that was, in a way, the scariest thing mm-hmm. because you're sort of tapping into what's inside of you as an audience member or anybody that, you know, enjoys that. And I don't know if that's present in this movie, although it sounds like maybe that's a part of it when talking about it being about fear. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's interesting. And he, ta- he talked a little bit about, you know, Stephen King's definition of terror being better than horror and terror being all about in- anticipation yeah. and all that kind of thing. And that's what goes back a little bit to Hitchcock, which he also referenced uh, North by Northwest. And yeah, it's really, what I heard was a great interview. I definitely would recommend you specifically and anybody else that's seen the movie or, or interested in it. Yeah, it just sounds like every reference he was making, you know, he said he made like a list of like the 12 types of fears that work the, the best for him. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was everything from Rosemary's Baby to seeing, you know, going around the corner and seeing the girls in The Shining yeah. and um, just just different types of things. I'm like, well, that's that's really interesting. You know, it's it's he's kind of breaking it down into a um, not just a formula, but as a thing to be studied and 
use to the advantage of what you're trying to get your audience to do yeah. in, in something that's supposed to be a thrill ride. Um, yeah. And uh, it was great. It, it definitely just added to my anticipation of, of finally seeing this thing, which hopefully will happen soon. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, so let's switch gears for a second. And I say that as a great segue to... Oh, man. The trailer for Edgar Wright's Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where to put the emphasis there. First of all, Sean, where were you the first time you realized this movie was not about a baby who can drive a car? Gosh. Oh, probably on the toilet. And were you disappointed? And I'm talking about the movie. With what I was doing on the toilet? No, no. The movie specifically. Um, well, my yeah, I heard about this a little while ago, and my immediate reaction, which I suspect is going to be other people's, and I still kind of feel that way from the trailer, is that it feels like Drive. It feels like a version of the movie, the Ryan Gosling, uh, Nicholas Winding Refn movie, Drive. Interesting, and a like a less cool version of that, maybe. Well, yeah, it depends depends on what you feel about that film. I, I really really like that movie, yeah. and. I really, really like Edgar Wright. I feel like there's probably a lot more up this movie's sleeve. And then watching this trailer, I mean, the cast looks looks pretty awesome. Yes. Um, it definitely seems like Kevin Spacey and Jamie Foxx are having fun. I like seeing John Hamm uh, look like a badass mm-hmm. in this. I think that's cool. And I have a feeling the camera work is going to be out of control <laughs> with some of these action sequences. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, like, yeah. I mean, I also had the thought, it's like, well, I wonder what about this was really screaming out to Edgar Wright as, like, a filmmaker, you know? Yeah. Um, he wrote the script, mm-hmm. and he's he's certainly done action comedy before. This will not be, you know, it's not like he's testing out something he hasn't done before in a way. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what this actually is versus what they're selling it as yeah I had a similar feeling like I'm really excited mm-hmm. there's an Edgar Wright movie uh, I was yep. disappointed that it's not about a baby driving a car I mean that would be really I, I mean <laughs> if it was Edgar Wright's movie about a baby driving a car like I wouldn't need a trailer <laughs> I would just no. uh, yeah and so yeah so I was like yeah. Oh, okay yeah that's fine I, I, yeah. Put it in England. Put the baby in a Mini Cooper. Oh, you're man. done. Like that's oh, you yeah, can't I'm there. beat that. Yeah. Anyway, but um, <laughs> but uh, but I do kind of. I'm, I'm hoping that what we have seen here is not the final trailer, and maybe the next one will no, have I'm a little sure more story not, to yeah. it, and we'll see what. Because yeah, I, I don't feel like he just made a movie about driving fast cars. Like right. it, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, and and as excited no. as he has been about it, like I've kind of seen his. I've seen his tweets, I won't lie. I've seen his tweets, no, and he's yeah. been talking about Baby Driver for a long time, and it's, it's clearly something, I think he... I've seen his... I think uh, he left... Yeah, I've seen his grams. Yeah, you, have he's you seen his grams? grams. Okay. Um, yeah, well, and uh, yeah, very excited about he, it. I, uh, he basically, I mean, I don't know the actual order of things, I wasn't in the room, but I mean, he, he basically left <laughs> Ant-Man to do this, or he left Ant-Man oh, wow, and yeah. did this. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, whatever import that has on, on the whole thing, but... Yeah, so clearly he he's excited and he's given us some fantastic movies. So, if there's another layer to this, oh man, what a great marketing yeah. ploy so far! Because it does, you know, it, it it has that sort of um, 
template feel a little bit like okay this is the crew of robbers there's even the like the the baby is like all right i'm doing this one last job and then i'm out and then kevin space is like you're out because i let you you're like i release you right you know you're you're dead as paid paid and that that's all stuff we've seen before right yeah you know from the italian job fast and furious drive um So I think that's all hanging over this right now. And like, yeah, if what you're saying, you know, I, I do think, yeah, if there's that extra like, uh, okay, but guess what? Boom, it's going to take this turn. Oh, man, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say like that line in particular, I immediately took it as a joke, you know, s- mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, yeah, that that old cliche. And it, and it doesn't really pay off as a joke or cliche in the trailer. But nope. I still feel like, yeah, like he's doing that. Like that's a setup for what this is going to be. How awesome would it be if like that, uh, everything in that trailer is just in like the first five minutes. Of the yeah. Movie. And then it's about. And then there's really the a baby entire. driver. That's my biggest hope. <laughs> yes. I, I feel like. Uh, it, go, yeah. it's, it goes like Benjamin Button. He just keeps getting younger. <laughs> and then you find out that he was just, he was a driver when he was a baby. Oh gosh. He pulls um, off the last job and then just crawls out of the car. Crawls into the yeah. sunset. I love but it. But we'll keep an eye on this. It's always, yeah, I think it's always a good time when Edgar Wright's making a movie. Yeah. Well, Sean, that's all I've got for today. Well, I have one oh, more oh. thing. Oh, please. We do have next week coming. Oh, man. So excited about this one. Um, Boo, a Medea Halloween. We've talked about it in, in, in the past a little yeah. bit and our excitement to check this it's out. A good talk. We did. We came, we saw, we conquered and uh, had a lot of fun with that one. So keep your eyes out for that. And then, Craig. Mm. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about the next time. Oh, man. It's been a long time since we've done this, Sean. I don't, I'm not sure if I can do it right. Uh, well, we're going to. We're getting back to this because, yeah, there's just too many movies that are new to me completely that True. I'm hoping you've never heard of because I'm dying to see them. Okay. I think I, I, okay. I, okay. I hope I got a good one right here. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Craig, have you ever heard of a movie called Murder in Coweta County? <laughs> don't say yes do no. not say yes okay no that's a very specific title it is okay here's I'm gonna go ahead and prime this and that's an interesting seg- segue to say that this is available on Amazon Prime oh heck yeah here's what I know about it 1983 the movie stars Andy Griffith oh my and God. Johnny Cash what and it's a drama. And from what I can tell, Andy Griffith plays a criminal and Johnny Cash plays a lawman. So, signed, sealed, delivered. I can't wait to see this. And um, Oh my gosh, yeah, that's amazing. I don't know why I have not, I never ever have I heard of this movie come up in any film conversation. So, no. Hopefully we got some good but stuff. It's about to. Yeah, it's about to. And uh, again, Amazon Prime, go check <laughs> it out and come back when we talk about that because I have a feeling one way or another that movie has to be interesting. Yeah. The the, the director? Okay, we'll talk about it when we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who directed it, so I haven't even got that far with it. I just was, I saw oh, I saw the name. He's names. no slouch. Okay. Yeah, even he's better. no slouch, Sean. Even better. He knows what he's doing. Oh, sweet. So come check good, that out with us. We will talk about it and keep you posted on everything at the various places we told you about. As always, thank you for listening. And uh, Craig, any last words? Uh, hey, Sean, I just want everyone out there to remember, uh, if if you've heard of it, 
I don't know. I'll keep working on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.